It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Avalanche fans, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you may be listening. And thank you for joining the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And we have a new week, new week of episodes. It's Monday, but we will be doing the Fandom Friday segment on a Monday. Uh, Nikki Field is going to join join the show. She was on... A few weeks or a few weeks, a few months ago, when we first started doing the Fandom Friday segment, uh, but with last week, me kind of going back and looking at the ninety five ninety six season, breaking it up between the episodes of last week, uh, I couldn't really fit it in because the show on Friday. If I had done both last week on the Friday show, I did the playoffs in the Stanley Cup. If I included the interview I did with Nikki or discussion, I don't like to call them interviews. Uh, if I had done the discussion. If I'd put that in the show, it would have been over an hour-long episode, and I can't do that. So I uh, had to put it off for today, but patience pays off, and uh, we'll get to that momentarily. It's a really good discussion that her and I have, so uh, definitely tune in for it. First things first, follow the show on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. Follow on Instagram, search for Locked on Avalanche. And send your questions, comments, concerns, opinions if you want to do this Fandom Friday segment, which I assure you is typically on a Friday. Send me an email to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. And before we get to the discussion with Nikki, I just felt the need, being in the position with a microphone in front of me, to just throw out there my condolences to the Colby Cave family and the Edmonton Oilers family. Uh, I, I don't follow Edmonton. When you think of Edmonton, you think of Connor McDavid. Um, and I didn't really know Colby cave that well, or, you know, I don't know his stats or anything like that. Uh, but it doesn't matter. You know, when something like this happens to someone, his age, uh, it sucks. And you just don't anticipate something like this happening. Uh, you know, it's, it, it just, I remember getting the notification on my phone that they had a player that was, uh, in a medically induced coma, and I'm like, who's what? And, and it, it, every article I saw had his age. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. And then what? A day or two later, they you know announced that he passed, and it's just like, oh my god, it's just not supposed to go that way. So, uh, but like I said, just it, 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 you're, you're everything goes out to that family, and, and it sucks that it's around a holiday. Um. That doesn't matter that it's around a holiday. Some, you know, you, you do spend these holidays with your family and you expect your entire family to be there. And from what I understand, I think I read an article that said he was newly married too. I don't even think they were even a year old uh, in their marriage. So it's just a, a terrible thing. Everybody's going through some terrible times as it is right now. And then this on top of it. You know, in the hockey community here, something like this, everybody kind of just comes together. It doesn't matter who your allegiance is to for a team. Uh, you, you feel for that team and that fan base and that family. So uh, 
I feel bad for them, and I, it, it sucks that they're going through it. So, uh, with that said, we will move on to some maybe more happy times. And speaking about marriage, it's kind of the first thing that Nikki and I touch on because the last time she was on, she was engaged. I we get into it. I think the day after uh, she got engaged, but the day the day we recorded, I think it was like that day she had gotten engaged. So. Uh, we don't just talk about marriage, so don't don't worry. There's a lot of hockey talk, plenty of hockey talk, and we're going to get to that right now. Nikki Field, Phantom Friday, just on a Monday. My name is Paul Stewart, a third-generation Irishman from Dorchester, Mass. I made it to the NHL as both a player and a referee. I was even elected to the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. When I was skating, I had my share of lumps and bumps. I gave a few back, too. As a stand-up old-school guy, I've always been hesitant to try fads, but recently I became a big fan of a company called Easy Feeling Wellness. A hockey buddy sent me 1,000 milligrams of intensive relief rub. Easy Feeling markets a line of natural plant-based hemp extract products, including gummies, soft gels with melatonin, and tinctures. Their motto is to enjoy every day, which all of us banged-up baby boomers and old skaters can relate to. Easy Feeling products are non-addictive. They don't get you high, and they're perfectly legal. Give Easy Feeling a try by going to easyfeelingwellness.com. They will even give you 20% off your first order by using my special code, PS20. Easy Feeling Wellness. Enjoy every day. Don't Luca now, but the Los Angeles Clippers might be in trouble. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. Dallas Mavericks forward Luka Doncic dropped a triple-double and an overtime buzzer-beating three-pointer to tie their series with the Los Angeles Clippers. You have to listen to Locked On Mavericks today for a very hype Nick Angstad. To the NFL, where 77 positive COVID tests from 11 teams were re-examined by a New Jersey lab. All of those tests have now come back negative. For the latest on the NFL's quest to return, subscribe to Locked On NFL and the new Peacock and Williamson NFL show. And finally, Sources tell ESPN's Adam Schefter that Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson missed two training camp practices due to a groin injury. Listen to Locked On Ravens for the latest on the reigning MVP and why the team released Earl Thomas. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so welcome back. And making a return to the show is... Nikki Field, who goes by the, uh, what is it, the Avs Queen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, soon to be Erickson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, but, yeah, we've got so much. Yeah, we might be ended up actually. We're looking at the marriage license, getting it sooner than next year. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that like the, going on. the first time you came on, I think you got engaged that day. The right? day after the stadium. Yeah. The day after. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I mean, where are things with that? How is the planning going? Like, is it uh, is it moving along? Is it stressful? Is it everything that you hoped it would be? Non-existent. Non-existent. <laughs> 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 right now, you can't go. You can't look at venues. Yeah, I mean, we did. What was really funny was we actually had found my dress. Um, we found, I think, two almost almost a month ago. We found my dress. Uh -huh. And I can't even pay on it right now because the shop's closed. And I'm like, well, at least that saves wow. me a little bit of money for April. But yeah, yeah. 
So, so it, Chris, you're in New York, right? I am, yeah. Okay, so we had totally, probably completely different stay-at-home orders then. Well, with all well, this coming down, right? Oh my god! Well, not for me. I'm still going. I'm I'm considered essential. Yeah. Um, so. Same here. <laughs> yeah. So I I am going every single day. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife, she works for the state, but she gets to work at home. So we're we're lucky though because we're both still working. Um, yeah, I, I know so many people that are just not right now, and that my heart breaks for them. Yeah, we're uh, we're both me and fiance are both considered essential. Mm-hmm. Um, he works in banking, I work in HVAC, so we we we're needed. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, planning a wedding is pretty much non-existent right now. Or we found one place that we liked, um, here in town, which we might still do next year. Um, but we're just realizing that with everything going on, it actually, if you're looking to get married right now and you just, you're like, well, screw it, let's just do it. You can actually go get your license and your in this affidavit, you can get done and just send it in. And then it's pretty much done. Like, it's kind of a weird, easy process. Hmm. Right. Um, so we're really debating on that right now, um, to just send it in and just be like, okay, we'll just do everything next year, but we're just going to get this finaled right now. Yeah. Cause you just don't know what things are going to happen. Um, no, no. And, and I didn't even right think now. about it. Like you, you always knew that, uh, you know, weddings weren't going to happen, but I was just thinking like already planned weddings. I wasn't even thinking about people like you in the planning process. You can't even do that. <laughs> I can't. I mean, they have. There was one. Um, there was one place up in Kiowa, which is just north about one little about. I'd say about forty-five to a minute to an hour north of me. Right. Um, they did an actual full video conference of their entire place, oh, wow. which has been nice. So there's a couple places that are doing it, but like you just like you can't even put a deposit down. You can't even like. Call, I mean, you can call to get like catering menus and stuff like that if you want to take that route. Okay. Um, but it's it pretty much non-existent right now like we, I, mean, I, if, I i don't even have the effort to do it <laughs> yeah well yeah uh, even if you weren't gonna have your your wedding eight until like next year sometime they're mm-hmm. still not taking a deposit from you i not well they could i just I, it depends on what area what you're looking for and what your budget is um the place that we're looking at i think it was like 1200 for the weekend but it was an entire cabin you basically had from friday through sunday Mm-hmm. Um, which is really nice. And then you can bring in your own food and stuff. So it's called the one C barn, um, right off of Hodgin and 83 up in down here in the Springs, um, family owned business. But like you said, like you have these people that have already either planned their wedding that have had to move it and right. hope like, heck you got your deposit back or at least got it moved. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's been pretty brutal here in Colorado. Like I think, uh, fiance just said he looked at, I mean, unemployment's through the roof right now. Like all of our restaurants oh and bars oh are closed. Like oh, yeah. we're pretty much, nope, you're staying home. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, but I'm still going in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, to, to not, not to turn the subject to something, you know, as upsetting as, you know, <laughs> you can't plan your wedding, uh, you know, there's, there's no hockey going on as well. So, um, I, and, and we follow each other on Twitter and Uh early on, I was a little concerned for you because (laughs) you, you you were posting things 
just wanting like people to talk to you about like hockey and post something hockey so I can just put a smile on my face. So Aww. are you okay now? Are, are you are you kind <laughs> of dealing with it? Are, are you getting a little bit over it? Maybe not fully over it, but how, how is your well-being at this point in time? I just need to um, as a hockey fan, my heart hurts. <laughs> yeah, I've cr- I'm not even joking. I literally cried four times since yeah. season paused. Um, yeah. There was one time, like we were in the kitchen downstairs after I got done cooking, which right now that's kind of been my like release. Like I've been posting all my like cooking um, things I've been doing on Twitter. I've been doing that. Like Queen Life is what I've been posting, which is fabulous. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right politics right now because I'm just, I'm just mad because yeah. I, I don't have what I need um right. but I, I I looked at I looked at fiance and I said I like what sucked was I think right before like I, we talked to the stadium series I was going to take Caden for his birthday to the Vegas game that Sunday after mm. they shut down and to the fact is I had to break my son's heart telling him that we can't go to a game we've been planning for six months uh. That was the hardest thing I've had to do. And like, like his birthday was all right. Like we did a family kind of birthday quick thing, but he, like we woke up Sunday and I said, I'm supposed to, like, we were supposed to be at the game on the the 13th, I think it was 13th or 14th for Vegas. And then we, me and him were supposed to go to the April 2nd game, the one o'clock fan appreciation game. That was supposed to be mine and his date day. And I woke up both mornings and said, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be in line waiting. Like this absolutely just sucks. And like, I think you were posting just how like, or I think it was in your podcast, but last week you just said you're angry. Like you're just, you're pissed. Like this this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, and and just because there's nothing that you can do about it. Now, was this his, was this going to be his first game ever? No, he's okay. been so funny story. He has been to a couple games with me. He went his very first game, funny enough, was I think he was two and a half or three. We went to the Detroit game, which shouldn't have which shouldn't have taken him to that game, but we got free tickets. So that was his very, very first hockey game, was going to a Detroit game of all things. <laughs> um we went to the Ducks game this year. We got we actually got surprised with glass seats. So we got to go down for the third period. We got to, our second and third period, we got to go down into the glass seats um mm-hmm. to see the ducks play, which was so much fun. Um, we went to, there was one game, we went to a game, I think in November together. Um, but we had two games planned, you know, ahead of time we were getting, you know, we were getting ready. Vegas. He loves it. Cause that's my dad's second team or dad's team. And it's my mm-hmm. second. So sorry fans. Yes. I'm a Knights fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry guys. I know it's not avalanche, but, um, Cade was excited. He was excited to see the boys. He was ready to see Bernie. That's, that's his, that's, he loves Bernie. Right. Um, but we've just, I mean, right now I've been cooking a lot. So like, obviously if you guys follow me on Ask Queen Project, you'll see some of my political rants, but I'm also putting out food recipes and pictures. So I am doing that. All right. Uh, Very cool. Some videos. Because yeah. Um, I was thinking, you know, if this was his first game and his birthday, then that's just mm-hmm. like a double whammy. And, you know, uh, that, that, yeah. that would be the worst scenario possible for, for a six-year-old. Uh, Oh yeah, and it was funny because Blair on my season ticket rep, she was gonna, she had something for him. Like she, they uh, were gonna put his name on the monitor or, or like uh, on the happy birthday. And she said he was gonna have. There was something they were gonna do. I don't remember exactly what she said, but um, for the birthday. And so I, you know, I actually reached out to her today, asked her how she was, and she says we're home. I miss being in the office. 
how are you guys doing? And you know, mm-hmm. so we kind of chatted back and forth because obviously we don't know what's going on. And as a season ticket holder, our tickets are kind of in limbo right now because nothing's been canceled. Nothing's been said because obviously no one knows. And I do have to give credit to Gary Bettman um, as much as some people might hate him. Um, <laughs> you're, you're treading on thin ice right here. So <laughs> I know I am. I know I am. But I mean, he was, he, if you watched any of the interviews, like right after this all shut down, he said he was ready to close Wednesday when the NBA guy, the Rudy Jaber, I think is his name. Yeah, um, I think so. When he came down with it, I mean, we were at the bowling alley and I looked at Kellen and I said, babe, we're done. That's done. We're done. Yeah. I said, because of how many NBA and NHL arenas share, we're not playing. And Gary said, you know, hey, I was going to shut down, but I wanted to wait to see what, you know, what can we do? And I give props to Batman. You know, he's been pretty open about what he, what he wants to do. He wants to finish. And I'm fine with that. Like, let's finish. Let's get this done. Right. Well, you let's know. get to, and we'll get to that in a second, definitely. But mm-hmm. I, it, you, you had mentioned, you know, you didn't get to go to the, the game with your son. You are a season ticket holder. Um, yeah. Have the Avalanche reached out to you in any capacity, even if just to say, we don't know what's going to happen next? Um, they've sent a couple of emails, um, but they're just like the generic emails. Um, I know I didn't, I was one season ticket holder. I didn't bug my rep. Cause I knew she was already going to be just crazy busy with everybody calling and reaching out. I'm kind of more of the laid back one that said, Hey, just talk to me when you get a moment. I'm not in a rush. I understand things are going to be a lot messy right now. Um, mm-hmm. Especially the people that just pay for their, their plate of their uh, playoff priority tickets. Like yeah. I didn't get into them. Um, but you know, there, that was some of those people were paying 1200 plus money dollars yeah. for that. Yeah, definitely. that they might need, but I haven't, I haven't personally, like I haven't got a call, but which I'm not, I'm okay with. Like I under, like there's nothing we can do. What it, what is me calling and yelling at them. That's not going to do. Right. Like exactly. That. Exactly. And, and the sad thing is, you know, that there's probably some people that have done that and oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So oh, what, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, are there specific things you said you've, you've cried multiple times. What are the things that I'm assuming it's because you like going to these games, seeing them firsthand are what's the specific things that you are missing uh, by not going to an avalanche uh, live? Uh, both ways, watching TV and, and being sure. there, being there. I miss my, I miss my friends. I miss like, I miss Jacob. I miss Katie. I miss um, me seeing Blair. I miss seeing just, just fans in general, like just being around a community. That's one of the biggest things I miss. You know, I miss sharing it with Caden. I miss sharing it with Kellen. And um, that to me is kind of my home away from home. So like we, you know, yeah, we have a lot of stress, you know, especially right now we have a ton of stress going on in everybody's lives. And I hope that everybody can manage it properly. Um, And if you need someone to reach out, you know, obviously I can be an ear if anybody needs it. And obviously there's tons of hotlines out there, you know, if you're having issues find some, you know, find some way. But for me, it's being at a game, like you miss that energy, you miss that excitement, you know, you can take things off for a couple of hours and just focus on your team. Um, Being home, I miss, you know, being able to pause, obviously, the game if I needed to. Um, But I miss chatting with everybody, like on Twitter and Facebook. And that was one thing I miss a lot right now. And 
I miss just the road to playoffs, you know, that final 10, 15 games, you know, you're granted. We were fighting with Dallas. I think we're second because Dallas is right. It was behind us and we're not far behind the blues. And, right. you know, we could have took him first. Like Mo's, I think posted Saturday, you know, when the um, fan appreciation game was, Avs should have been up five to two and we should have been taking first. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I should have been there. Damn it. <laughs> like, and yeah. Then, you know, that that's like where we're at right now. Up. I mean, we, we we should be we should be doing playoffs right now, and and that's mm-hmm. like you said, the the road to it. And then you know, either way, we we were going to be looking sitting very pretty to you know have a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, just you know, th- there is there's nothing better than than playoff hockey. And mm-hmm. my 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 wife who. She's, you know, she she's it gets it if there's an afternoon game, she'll watch it. She's not gonna stay up late like I do to watch any <laughs> hockey games. Um, but when the playoffs come around, she gets into it. Mm-hmm. And and that's just that speaks to what you know how tense playoff hockey can be. And to not have that, that's why I said it was I think it was last week when I said it's really hitting me now because mm-hmm. now is when you know I, I get excited for the whole season, but now it's when it's just takeoff and I don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have it for me. Well, when it's funny, cause I, like I said, I'm an admin of the penalty box group. So I mean, I was so excited to like, see, you know, Philadelphia make playoffs this year. I was really excited to see them in there. Um, Mm -hmm. Florida had a fighting chance, you know, Mm -hmm. um, a couple of those bubble teams, Montreal, I think was on the bubble too on the East. Um, but those teams that you haven't heard being in there was close. And it's like, those are the type of like that, that road to playoffs, that fight that you want to see them just throw everything they can at it. Um, you know, and obviously in the West you had, you know, we had Winnipeg, I think was, was wild card in Calgary. I think Calgary was close. I think. Yeah. They were, they were on the verge, I believe. Yeah. You know, you have that 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 bubble, that road. And I mean, I remember so kind of reminiscing like last year, I remember, you know, we got in the playoffs, you know, OK, we're wild card. OK, let me get re- let me get my schedule out because I have to get ready every day. We had a game <laughs> and yeah. one or two, you know, two to three different games. Like I was I remember, oh, my God, how late were we? We were up and last season sucked worse because I mean, granted, I'm not a basketball fan, but. You've got the fans that were watching Avs, Nuggets, Rockies in that two weeks that we were in playoffs. Right. It was a lot, a lot of late nights. And <laughs> I miss that. Like, I miss waking up late or, you know, being up so early for work and just dragging butt going in. And, like, I need two cups of coffee because the Avs, but we won, but yep. we're tired. <laughs> You're right. I miss but, that. I, I really I do. Know. In some weird way, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um mm-hmm. So uh, that that's kind of a good segue into what do we think is going to happen? You talked about all of the teams who were, you know, uh, on the verge, on the bubble, just in, just out. And uh, you were, uh, it's made the rounds now, but the, the player proposal, you were one of the first people that I saw that posted it up on the Facebook group that you have. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think... I guess what what do you I know what you want to happen. I know you want the, the <laughs> season to come back in its entirety and finish all these games. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think it's going to be the player proposal? Is that the best option? 
Or do you think when all is said and done, we just have to throw our hands up and just say, we can't do this and, and not, not force, you know, a, a round peg into a square hole and let's just cut our ties and start fresh next year. What, what, what's, what does your heart say? And what does your head say? Oh God, they're both so, well, they're both about the same lines. Okay. So I don't know. Did you watch any of the interviews with the, the, um, each team captain or team representative when the NHL started, I think it was last week, they started it a week or two ago. Um, each conference, they had like two different video conferences with them. So like as Landy was on Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. I did. I, I saw he was on that. But I, I didn't watch it, but I saw that they had some like video going. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched the one with the Western Conference, so obviously Pacific Division I watched, but I haven't been able to watch all of the West, the Central. So I'm going to try and get back into that hopefully this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm kind of on the, like, I'm on the fence, but like with the guys that were on the bubble, like I would, I, for me personally, give me a 2014 playoff. I would be fine with a March Madness style tournament. <laughs> Do you know how insane that playoffs would be? It would just insane. And I'm okay. I, we want insane. We want that. Okay. Let's just get as much as we can in. Now I am the one is I was actually telling my, my coworkers yesterday. I said, I would not want a play all 31 team playoff because I'm sorry, Detroit, New Jersey, San Jose, LA, they played like crap. They don't deserve to be there. Sure. Yeah. I'm I hear sorry. you. Like y'all didn't work hard enough. Yep. Which yep, I think Peter had posted about it. You know, I'm sorry, y'all know, but yeah. I obviously safety's first. Obviously, no matter what, I want the guy safe. You know, we know that a third avalanche player came out. You know, we found out he had he had it, which there's a lot of speculation, which I'm not gonna get in, into that because it's not our place. We probably will never know. Right. Um, or if they do, it'll be a year and a half out of the road, and then we'll be like, wait, what? <laughs> um, but it's I a 2014 playoff. I could told. I mean, what 16 t- typically now? So you're increasing 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. What's up to seven or eight other eight, teams yeah. additional? Eight, yeah, eight teams right. You know, I I would be or four. Yeah, it's, it's four teams of piece extra. Yeah. I'd be fine with that because even if we were to do like a either a almost a baseball style wild card to play in, maybe okay. Right. And then a, like a round three, and then your round. I think honestly, your Stanley Cup final has to be seven games. I'm sorry, there's that that cannot change. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see a playoff in, you know, one game in, and you're done. I mean, granted, hockey, you want that battle, but if you want to get all the games in, if you want to get all your playoffs in in an appropriate time, I mean, condensing an off season that's going to be a lot. Because if we were to come back in August. We play, we either fin, we'd have to be late July, early August. They'd have to either pl- finish playing the regular season games, um, then you start playoffs in the beginning of August ish, mid August, finish up by September, then you take October off and be done in November and start in November. Mm. I, I would be scared because the Avs had a lot of injuries this year, and I don't think we can handle a second year of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's that that's my biggest gripe with it is uh a one month off season is just not i mean they can the players could handle that for only so long and and my big thing was the end of next season i think is just going to be really just these guys are going to be 
spent. And oh, yeah. do you want that? Do, do you want to sacrifice the end of next season? Because everybody's thinking about right here and now and get this season in and then, oh, we can have a short off. They, they have their, their time off is right now. They have they're going to have three, four months off right now. None of that matters when you start picking up hockey again and playing night in and night out and then having one month off. You're technically playing close to a, to a full year of nonstop yeah. hockey. That's a lot. That's a lot. And that's why, I mean, trust me, I want, I want it back as much as you do, but now then you got to start thinking you hit the nail on the head. You got to start thinking about injuries and trust mm-hmm. me, the avalanche are thinking about injuries because it's all they have is injuries <laughs> and, and uh, guys are going to start getting injured at the end of next season. And mm-hmm. do you want that? I, I don't, I, I just, if you can't get this thing going, uh, you know, it's not going to happen in April. Um, no. By the end of May, early June, I just think you got to just say, we, we tried, but it's not going to happen. I, I you know, honestly, I would be okay. I, I would be okay with no fans in the arena. Reason yeah. behind it, if we could at least just get the guys on the ice, get the guys conditioned, obviously we're going to need some sort of training camp. Okay, give it. I mean, I'm okay with what Riker said on the sports social on Friday. Give it a one game uh, training camp like Miko did this year and then just start running through everybody. Hey. Like, I'm okay hey. with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad idea. Um, Miko did it. Why can't anybody else? But right. <laughs> um, I, I think that'd be great. But I, I, I could see as no fans I could see. Like, they've been talking about doing it in certain towns. Like, I think New Hampshire was one they had talked about, North Dakota. Yeah. Um, was second, which right. here's the problem. I here's the thing I have on that is okay, if you do a 2014 playoff, yes, you're gonna have to either take everybody's temperatures, which is fine. I mean, I understand that we're gonna have to do that and swab, but do we have enough test kits? That's another story for other things, right? You have all these things you have to think about. I would hope that by end of May, June, we can like do their same flatten the curve, start getting everybody conditioned, get everybody back to almost as up to speed as we can of no fans. That means that their television circuits, like I, I was talking, I was watching the hockey guy, Shannon. He said, whichever sport can get this started first, you're going to have a hundred percent of the audience, which hmm. is true. Yeah. That's a good point. True. That's a good point. Yeah. So it's like, okay. But then again, you know, you're going to have, you have 31 teams right now that are just that they're waiting. They're just sitting there they wanted they want an answer, which I mean, we all want answers. Unfortunately, no one knows anything right now. Yeah. I just pulled up the standings right now to kind of see who it if if we did the additional four, there'd be Vancouver, Minnesota, Arizona, and Chicago. Yeah, I knew Chicago was close. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you have Anaheim, LA, and San Jose are your bottom, which I'm surprised on that. Oh, yeah, the top the bottom three. Yeah. The, the, right. They didn't do so hot this. I mean See, and then I don't know. Like, do you do a one and eight? What's that? Do you do a one and eight? I mean, you would have. Sorry, I just pulled up the standings. I'm like, something hockey, right? Um, (laughs) I mean, you'd have St. Louis to Chicago. That would be a heck of a series. That would be good. But I don't. But then again, if you do a one game play in or one game, I don't know. Like, that's really hard. Like, if you did a Chicago, Arizona one game play in. And Minnesota and Vancouver to do a one game play in. 
Like I wouldn't touch your, I wouldn't touch your top three in each, in each division. And then your wild card. I wouldn't touch them. I'd leave them be. I would say you have Vancouver, Minnesota, Arizona, Chicago. You each have them each play each other one game. Whoever goes, then they have to play your wild card. You want to peg Nashville. Okay. You'd almost get, I would say you almost have to get your top three teams a bye. Uh, yeah, I think you definitely, almost. at least the top two. Yeah. It might have to go to top mm-hmm. three. Yeah. Yeah. That could it. be a play in. It could be. That could be fair. The the, the thing that you, the thing that you just mentioned, um, uh, I don't remember who you said said it about you know whoever gets back on the field or on the ice first gets one hundred percent of the audience. That that's I hadn't thought about that, and I, my first thought was, oh, that's very true, and that's that's smart. But right now, people are making smart decisions about you know staying home, not doing the season, all that other stuff, and I immediately went to. I hope someone doesn't jump the gun on that just because they know they will get a hundred percent of the audience. And when they think things are to the point of being okay, rushing back too soon. Oh yeah. He was, uh, it's Shannon, the hockey guy. So if any of you, if anybody needs a really cool, like hockey reference, He's the one guy I actually go to a lot of my news because um, he, t- he talks about all 31 team, which is really cool, right. um, especially like with Colorado. Like we don't get a lot of national coverage. Realistically, we really yeah. don't. Right. Um, but like Florida and Nashville on the way and, and uh, just a couple of other major, you know, minor teams. It's kind of nice to hear some of their um, their pot, you know, what they're doing for their communities and whatnot. And like he said, he goes, I guess Dana White's talking about getting some island and having his fights on this island. And it's like, <laughs> Dana, that's not going to work. But okay, you, yeah. you could try. But like you said, you're going to rush everybody to get there. What happens if someone, the problem is with the virus, like they've said, is it's asymptomatic. You don't, you could have, you could be a carrier and you don't even know right. your symptoms. Yeah. So that's yeah. hard. You I, I mean, it's not going to be, it's not going to be one of these things where we have, a hard set date of like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. uh, June 1st, everybody's good. We can all go back out. It's not going to be like that. We're, we're going to no. get news of things are good enough for people to start going back to work. But we as a people are going to still be really timid for another mm-hmm. month after they tell us everything is okay. Right. And that That's the part where I just think it's just, so we, if they do want to come back with, hockey and basketball i think it might have to be in empty arenas because i don't think people are just going to be like oh we're good to go let's go to the game people are going to want to stay away for a while after they tell us Mm -hmm. everything's good which that look you look at your economy that way like you had the you know we had a ton of people that were going and spending money on your drinks on your on your um souvenirs and food and jerseys and you get all you know that was spendable money that people had and we really don't have that really much right now mm-hmm. so if you do it live i mean you could take it i mean your tv ratings would be through the roof i'll tell you yeah, that right now sure would. and it would almost have to be like you'd almost need multiple arenas like i would almost think like you need like a multiple arena situation problem is there's not that many nhl arenas that are playing that close yeah um nhl style i mean you can't even play on olympic ice you really can't um, no, because that's just that's just too much room for the guys. But it's right. it's you really have to say I would be fine with a no uh, no fan games, 
But as long as they know that you can only have a certain amount of teams there. Like if you were to say have, the problem is how many games a night would we have? It almost have to be stretched. That would, that, that, I don't know. That's a good point too. Yeah. I didn't think about that either. That That's what I mean. There's just so many freaking questions. So many. Uh, right. uh, I mean, it, and would it be weird just to watch, uh, you know, empty arena games? Sure would. But if WrestleMania can do it, I think, <laughs> I think a hockey game can be played in an empty arena. I don't know about you. I, I, I honestly, well, you like, it was funny. Dater had talked about it in his, uh, in on the card of hockey now. Like, I mean, you could cover the lower bowl. You could make noise in the arena, but I mean, granted, <laughs> it's not near like a, having fans in the stadium. I mean, could it be less than 10? Probably not. I mean, as long as they could get the, if they could get the order lifted to probably 50 or yeah. 75, then I could probably see them starting to come back kind of in a little bit of waves, start opening things up a little bit more. Um, I, you don't, I don't know, but your TV ratings would be through the roof. And then right. you come back in it, NHL's TV contract was supposed to be up next year. Oh really? If they were to come back, oh yeah, they're yeah they're well they're not the the NHL NBC or the US uh, TV contract um, is due to supposed to be renewed next year, and it was supposed to be quite a bit of money. Last I had remembered, I remember hearing about it. So if they were to come back, mm-hmm. they come out in droves. They might not have fans in the stands, which you do lose a lot. I mean, a lot of teams lose money on that, which they're already losing money anyway. Sure. Um, but your TV ratings would be through the roof. But then again, does Comcast and Altitude finally figure out a way to get back on the air? I don't honestly. I think that that's out through the door anyway, as it is. Yeah. But start talking to other networks. Yeah. Talk to local. Talk to them. I mean, if they could get if any, if you could do any sort of sport or something to get on your TV to just give people just something else to think about instead of watching the news twenty four seven. I don't if know. If NHL was smart, they would talk to a lot of different TV stations. Start talking now. It's not bad. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. That and that's the stuff that, you know, there's so many different avenues of this and aspects mm-hmm. of it that I I'm I'm glad I am not in that office to make these decisions. Oh. It's just one thing. You you feel like I'm sure they're feeling like they they maybe have solved one issue and then there's a whole mess of like the offseason and the and the draft and the combine and like it's just it's a cluster you know what right now so i wish i i you know honestly if nhl was what it took like okay let's let's put a date for june let's just let's let's look at june right but right now start looking at your nhl draft look at doing a virtual one like the nfl's looking at right um look at you might have to start looking at your offseason well, I mean, great. Well, they have a roster freeze. You can't even do a free agency right now. Mm-mm. But start working on your contracts. Your RFAs need to be paid next year. We don't want to have another Miko situation. Well, yeah, and that's Love the other Miko. side of it. Love you, Miko, but yeah, like the, and, and contracts as a whole are are expired at a certain date. And what do you what do you mm-hmm. are these guys going to play? You just extend those contracts. It's pretty much what you would have to do. But that needs Take to get problem. sorted out kick it down the road, start sorting that now. I mean, I know they've been doing a lot of like your entry level contracts and a couple of extensions I've seen. Um, But I mean, talk, I mean, granted, look at, start looking at your roster now, look at it next year as well. Cause I, I'm pretty sure the cap's not going to be near as it is next year, or they might have to drop it compared to what they lose amount of money this year. 
Right. Um, but start talking to your RFAs. Start saying, hey, I understand that we're not fully played yet. Would you consider taking this much? And then we can talk about your, your contract next year and then work it out that way. Right. I mean, there could be a ways to work about it and just kind of kick it down another year down the road. You know, I know right, that we're right. paused, but then again, the ones with arbitration rights, I don't know. It's a uh, lot yeah. to think about. I, uh, <laughs> Nate, Nate, we could go on and on and on about this and it's, it's all fascinating stuff, but I have a time limit I have to keep. So <laughs> you do. It's all good. It's all good. No, but I love, I love talking about this stuff. So, um, I, I hope you're open to coming back. Maybe when we get some finality on it, maybe we'll have a, a happy, cheerful uh, Phantom Friday segment with you where we can say, yay, we got hockey back. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about who we, who we play now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's get right? this stuff. All right. So, so, so we'll, we'll, we'll do that down the road because it, it will happen at some point. We just don't know when. Keep your right. hope up. I, yeah. I did see something today that they were talking about them having back a, an 80% possible back. for uh, If we get at least playoffs back, I'd be, I just give me some sort of hockey. I don't care. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I just agree. give me something. I agree. So. So. All right. Well, thank you again for coming on. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely have you back on when we get some, some answers. Okay. Yes. Of All course. Right. I'm ready for it. All right. Thanks, Nikki. Thank you. All right. We will be right back. All right, there you have it. Love having Nikki on the show. Such enthusiasm. Uh, and she, just like everybody else, is going through some tough times and going through the doldrums of no hockey, but maybe we will have it. Maybe there's some light at the end of this tunnel. Maybe it's a very dim light right now, but maybe it's there. And I say maybe. I don't want to say it is there. It's possible there is a light at the end of some sort of very long tunnel. Uh, and And... I don't think you could have said that at any other point, but we just got to keep taking it day by day. Maybe she's a little bit more optimistic than I am, and that's good. I'm usually an optimist, but for this, I just, for some reason, don't think it's going to happen, but uh, I, I will never shut the door 100% on uh, a season coming back and finishing it and the Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I said it. Okay, so uh, we're going to have to call it quits right there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining the Locked On Avalanche podcast. We will be back on Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, until we kind of figure out what is going on with the regular season. And until then, we'll see you Friday. Check out Locked On NHL. They have the entire league under their their belt uh, and the most up-to-date news with them and what's going on with, with this whole suspended season. So definitely tune into Locked On NHL. With that, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys on Wednesday, and here is Miss Jovi. Go, Abs, go!